You're listening to SBS News. For SBS Turkish presenter Niljan Kilic, her job became very personal when a 7.8 magnitude earthquake hit her home country. When I was preparing the news for the broadcast at 2pm, when I saw the list of the cities affected by the earthquake, one of the which was Hatay, which is where my sister and her family live. Nildjan tried but was unable to reach her sister by phone, but was assured by relatives who had received a text message from her saying she was okay. But then a second 7.5 magnitude quake hit and their phone batteries ran flat. There's been no word since. The weather conditions in Turkey um, right now is terrible and very cold and they had forgotten um, their car keys and jackets in their home when they had evacuated. They would freeze without their jackets. So my sister took a massive risk for her family, sons, and ran back into the home to collect car keys and jackets. Nildjan's sister is a primary school teacher who lives with her husband and their two sons on the seventh floor of an apartment building. Their home city of Hatay, on the Turkish border with Syria, is one of many devastated by the biggest earthquakes to rock the region in a century. Since the first quake in the early hours of the morning on Monday, the death toll has rapidly risen. Nildjan is fearing the worst for her sister and her family. My family are all really stressed and scared right now and we are waiting to receive some good news uh, from them. Uh, feelings, okay. Desperation and being unable to do anything is a very bad feeling actually. Nilgen is among 150,000 members of the Turkish diaspora living in Australia. Many have maintained close connections with their homeland and are deeply affected by the tragedy unfolding there. Omar Inchekara is the director of the Australian-Turkish Mutual Alliance and sits on the board of Multicultural New South Wales. He says many Turkish Australians are still trying to make sure that family and friends are safe. It's only been 24 hours and, and you know everyone is desperate to uh, reach their families. And hopefully, uh, you know, they'll get good news. The local community is also... People that would have uh, relatives in that area, we're seeing a lot of messages on social media where they're putting up their names, their addresses, and asking people in that region to go check those buildings. I guess, um, you know, um, when you have so many people trying to uh, reach their families um, by ringing them, they're overloading the, uh, the communication system over there as well. Um, so it, it is devastating. Turkey is also home to the world's largest refugee population, with more than 4 million Syrians living mostly in the region affected by the quake. Dr. Monther Alhamdush is Executive Secretary of the Australian Syrian Association in Victoria. His two brothers and his parents are refugees in Gaziantep in southeastern Turkey, which was where the epicentre of the quake occurred. They were woken from their sleep when the quake began. The building was shaking. Some my dad described it. It's like someone is holding the building and shaking it all over. So they just had to rush. Even for they forget their phones, that he had been just just rushed downstairs to the street. They spent the night in their car in zero degree temperatures because it was not safe to return to their building. My mum said, I was talking to 
her yesterday. She's like, she thinks this is the most awful thing I've seen in my life. So she's she spent, you know, she's been through the war for almost eight years before she left Syria. And it is much worse than a war. In Syria, estimates put the death toll at more than 1,400, while the number of known injured is about 3,500. It's a huge blow to a country already devastated by 11 years of civil war. Dr Alhamdush's organisation has been providing humanitarian aid to northern Syria since 2011. His in-laws live in Aleppo, and he says help there is desperately needed. The tragedy is massive. You know, the Turkey infrastructure is not that great, um, you know, and that's just Turkey, which is really an established country. But talking about northern Syria, it is really, really bad. I mean, in the north, uh, there's nothing, you know, the infrastructure in, in the refugee camp areas, it's, it's you know, there's, it, it's completely aidless at the moment. And I think any effort is going to make a big difference now because um, it's a lot of displaced people, um, you know, they've been already displaced from their homes and now they actually lost families and, you know, it, 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 it's very bad. So any, any help from any organisation, I think, is going to make a big difference. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan says 45 countries have offered to help with the search and rescue efforts. International aid agencies are also mobilising, providing assistance on the ground and raising money from afar. Oxfam is among them and its acting chief executive in Australia, Anthea Spinks, says food, water and shelter are the most urgent needs. The conditions are so hard. Uh, it is the middle of winter. Um, the last big quake to hit Turkey um, was in the middle of summer and the death toll there and the, and the long-term rebuild was, was quite long. Um, and so the conditions in this situation are just 10 times worse. The Australian government has so far pledged $10 million in humanitarian assistance. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has offered his deepest sympathies and condolences to those affected. Australia's assistance will target those in greatest need. Can I also say that for Australians who have family in the region, this will be a really difficult time. I think all of the world's uh, thoughts and condolences are with the people in this region who are suffering at this time. Back in Melbourne, Niljan Chilik wants Australians to keep the people of Turkey and Syria in their minds. Oh, I just can't say, you know, because... We couldn't do anything from here. Just can say pray for Turkey and everyone's safety. That's all. Claire Slattery, SBS News.